0: And welcome to Inspiring Women Leaders, the podcast about leadership by women only, from which everyone can learn. Inspiring Women Leaders aims to showcase the extensive leadership knowledge and practical skills of its incredible guests, and to both inspire and educate its listeners, helping them acquire the know how necessary to become better leaders themselves. Without further ado, I'd now like to welcome my guest. So please sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Inspiring Women Leaders. Hello and welcome to another episode of Inspiring Women Leaders. Today, I'm so excited. This is a first. This is my my first, uh, I don't want to call them double act because that makes it sound like like comedic or something, you know? Um, And and there's in no way meant to be pejorative. Um, But uh, an, an awesome twosome um partners work partners um Michelle uh Troset and Dr Tracy Christofferson are joining me today um so I'm really excited to welcome them to the show as I say is a first um so you are breaking breaking new ground um here Michelle and Tracy um they have been interprofessional leaders friends and colleagues for over 30 years they are co-hosts of a top healthcare leadership podcast healthcare's missing logic podcast so uh, I certainly learn uh, more than a thing or two from them um, on this whole podcasting malarkey Um, Michelle and Tracy have a combined experience of more than 60 years working as consultants and coaches for healthcare organizations across North America supporting healthcare leaders as they strive to create healthy healing work cultures they frequently speak at national and international leadership conferences on the topics of managing healthcare polarities, achieving work life balance, and living a resilient life. Missing Logic has been featured on CNBC for its work with healthcare organizations. And um, their healthy healing organization H2O framework. Love that. H2O, he- healthy healing organizations, fantastic. Um, Michelle and Tracy have also developed the dynamic balance effect framework to help healthcare leaders experience joy, um, live with intention, and be their best selves at work and at home through their leadership coaching programs. Both frameworks are grounded in polarity intelligence, the missing logic in healthcare all of that sounds so, so wonderful. I love that. Um, they have a book coming out in January next year called Polarity Intelligence, The Missing Logic in Leadership. So I cannot wait for that. Um, so not long until that comes out. Um, so without further ado, let's meet um, Michelle Troset and Dr. Tracy Christofferson. Welcome to the show, Michelle and Tracy. Thank you so, so very much for agreeing to come on and speak to the show's audience today.
1: Uh, we are so excited to be here we really are. <laughs> oh yeah, thank you for the invitation, yeah. Adam.
0: My uh, my absolute pleasure and honor, i um, honestly. Um yeah, I, this is yeah, um just just new new um territory that we're venturing into here. Um you you may be the uh the first, maybe maybe the last, maybe not the last kind of um a uh, pair of people being interviewed on the show but uh it's just it's just fantastic and uh you know kind of breathing a bit bit of new life into the show and and changing the format a bit i'm really excited yeah let's shake it up a bit that's um... <laughs> right
2: that's what we like to do
0: <laughs> <laughs> totally totally so um, in, in your own words, um, please, can you tell the audience a little bit more about, about yourselves, and including what your kind of current work roles are and um, leadership positions you currently hold or have held in the past, please?
1: Well, I'll start um, again. Thank you for having us on your show, Adam. Uh, I'm Michelle, and um, I'm a co-founder of Missing Logic, along with Tracy. And um, I am a nurse by background, and I've been a nurse for over 30 years. And uh, as far as leadership uh, positions, um, I have held several clinical you know, leadership roles in hospitals and then became a leader in a hospital. And then Tracy and I led transformational work across um, across North America together. Mm-hmm. And we'll tell you a little bit more about that. Um, and also I have held leadership positions um, in global companies. We kind of grew up as leaders and the work we did was kind of led us to the next place, the next place, the next place. So held I was the chief professional practice officer of a large global company for a number of years and also held leadership positions nationally. So I had several years where I was the leader of the TIGER Initiative, which stands for Technology Informatics Guiding Education Reform, which is now global. And then um, I was the president of the National Academies of Practice, which is a professional organization here in the States representing about 15 now different health professions and really advocating for interprofessional health Yeah. And then in 2017, Tracy and I left our corporate roles, and um, we went on our mission to start Missing Logic.
0: Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, that's that's a huge, huge wealth of leadership stuff there, national, yeah. international. Um, yeah, really wonderful. Thank, thanks so much for that, uh, Michelle. Um, Tracy, please, please tell us about, about your leadership roles and, and so on.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um... I think one of the things you need to know, Michelle alluded to, is that, you know, we kind of grew up as leaders. Well, we actually met at hospital orientation. That's where we first were introduced to each other. They did the stand yeah. up and shake the hand of the person behind you. That was me. we would be shaking hands ever since. Right. So well, that's uh, that's kind of our history together. Yeah. And then, you know, um, I, I think I've always been amazed at people that came into their roles or came into their professions because they felt called to. That Mm. wasn't really my story, Mm. (laughs) right? I was a single parent needing to have a job, right? To support my son. And so I came into healthcare just in that way, right? I had a friend that was in a terrible accident was vented, and for months, uh, trait and on a vent and got to see what respiratory therapists did. And that's how I got into my profession as a respiratory therapist. And then, like many clinicians, when you're an excellent clinician, you become a leader, (laughs) right? That just seems to be the natural ladder to leadership. Yeah, and so I held, like Michelle, a number of uh, clinical leadership roles in research and education, and then my passion for interprofessional collaborative practice was fueled by the work we were doing in the organization, and ultimately I became the director of interprofessional education and practice, and mm-hmm. um, and that led to my um, my journey to get my doctorate in interprofessional healthcare studies, and today as being a co-founder with Michelle, a lot of my um, role and responsibilities are really executing and um, setting the strategies for our company, and oh. overseeing a lot of the operational components of the business.
0: Yeah, wow! Again, such a such an incredible. Um array of of positions there which you know have um given you just a wealth of experience um and you know f- for what the two of you are doing together now so just just really wonderful thank you thank you so much for sharing that yeah, um yeah. okay so um in in turn then let's um let's ask what your um your professional leadership or your, your personal leadership styles are please
2: yeah yeah so for this is tracy so for me I think mine's really more of a transformational leadership style and coaching style. So I just, my jam is change. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, leading transformational change within our company, looking at our processes, um, you know, our structures and the things that are, Ineffective and really moving them mm. to a more an uh, effective, you know, manner. And then yeah. I think the other thing is the transformation of individuals. So I love coaching our team members, um, and I like, um, you know, it's really about getting people out of their comfort zone and showing them what they're capable of, and really helping yeah. them to step into being yeah. all that they can be. And in the process, yeah. the company becomes better. We all become better as team members um, and as uh, individuals within the organization.
0: Yeah. Fantastic! Yeah, love that. So you're really developing people, giving them, you know, stretch goals, getting them out of their comfort zone, and and when mm-hmm. they're developing, then they're learning new things that can help the the organization develop as well. So yeah, that's yeah. that's fantastic. I really like that.
1: Yeah, yeah. She's How about been, you? She's been she's yeah. been developing me for thirty years.
0: <laughs> oh, we've been developing
1: each other. <laughs> very different strengths, right? We have
2: very yeah. different strengths. So that's one of the other things that we've yeah. really leaned into is. Our whole business, our whole organization is based on you're in a role that leverages your strengths. So then you yeah. are more productive and happier and have, yeah. you know, better um work-life balance even.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 So well I'm I, guessing I would, you oh I'm sorry. Carry on. Go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. <laughs>
1: I was going to say, I, I would say that um, also transformational style, but I am more of a mentor. I Same thing with Tracy. Mm. We love developing people, but I have more of a mentorship style, mm. very intentional, helping them grow in their professional careers. Um, and also I'm a collaborator and a connector. So I, I love mm. like growing communities and connecting people to mm. the next thing and the next thing. And so, yeah, we leverage our strengths of kind of the growth strategy and connecting Missing Logic out in the world, having a strong company, and we just blend our strengths and our leadership style.
0: Yeah, wonderful, wonderful. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to, to speak over you. I was going to say that actually, um, you know, following on from what Tracy said, it sounds like you uh, have very complementary um skills and and talents and that's clearly why you're working so well together after all these years and you know are, are so successful because you know what uh what what you have you know complements what what tracy doesn't have and vice versa so yeah really wonderful thank you again okay so um i mean you've kind of um told us um a little bit um about this uh in you you know when you kind of um went over your your bios again but in with that personal touch but um obviously you you know you um you you started as a nurse michelle and you started as a um a respiratory therapist um tracy um and i mean how did you go from those those purely clinical roles you said i mean it's, as you as you said tracy it's, it's it seems to be the just the way of things that you after a while of being in a clinical role you're just given leadership responsibilities and i think you know certainly you know you know our our generation of leaders um there were probably less people who were interested in leadership so it's almost kind of like foisted upon you or or anyone that showed a vague interest was yeah yeah they were kind of like they'd grab you and say oh you you're, you're slightly interested great you know like you can you can do this then now it's a bit more competitive I think people are a bit more interested in in kind of developing themselves with a leadership role and and also because I think clinical work I mean certainly you know in my experience is is a bit more intense these days. I think patients have different expectations and demands, and so on. And so we're now looking for something that, oh, if I can do a day or two of some leadership stuff, you know, I'm not kind of doing patient facing stuff all of the time. And it kind of makes mm-hmm. life a bit easy, right. doesn't it? it? Makes us less prone to burnout and things like that. You know, having that mm-hmm. kind of portfolio. But how did how did the um, you know both of you individually go from your original clinical role to to a leadership role.
1: Well, I feel, um, this is Michelle, I feel really blessed. Often I was tapped by another leader to say, you know, have you thought about this? And one Mm. of our strong principles in uh, healthy relationships is really recognizing the human capacity in ourselves and each other. And I have to say, honestly, in the beginning, more times than not, someone else recognized it before I recognized it in myself. And I'm like, really? You think I could do that? Um, so it was, I feel blessed. I had a lot of wonderful people around me, a lot of great mentors. And then when I met Tracy, I was uh, I was actually a clinical nurse specialist in critical care. Mm-hmm. So I was more in a practice mm-hmm. leadership role. Yeah. And um, and then from there went into, you know, more of a system. And then above that, or uh, practice uh, was mm-hmm. really my specialty. So, and then we grew up and then we went through different leadership roles on our journey, but we always stayed connected. And mm-hmm. um, and so that was kind of my leadership story. Yeah. 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 And I, and I think for me,
2: you know, in addition to being an excellent clinician leading me into clinical leadership roles, I was yeah. the squeaky wheel. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: I was the okay. voice. I was right the one that was um kind of caused a little bit of a ruckus <laughs> yeah, in, I like uh, it. In, in the department and <laughs> the organization so I'm a maximizer that's one of my strengths and so I'm always seeing how things can be better and that can be a gift and it can be a hindrance at times <laughs> but I was always seeing you know where there were gaps where we could be doing things better and differently and really had a passion for change I'm a change agent I love change yeah. and so I was always you know kind of pushing the edge of the envelope and trying to get us to do things different to be different and Mm -hmm. um, and I think that led to people saying okay hey let's get her on our team so she's not fighting against us (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah and uh and you know so then I stepped into different roles and then I think too just um as I mentioned before that the recognition that all the professions have something unique that they're bringing to the healthcare environment and to the patients Mm -hmm. that we serve. Mm -hmm. And that oftentimes we didn't know what each other really was bringing, right? We only know what Mm -hmm. we see on the surface. We don't Mm -hmm. know the critical thinking, the judgment, the depth of knowledge that is in those individuals and in those different professions. So I felt that way myself, like, you know, do do people really know what I can bring as a respiratory therapist to patient care? And I felt underutilized and Mm. recognized that others did too. And so I just, again, being the voice kind of led me to be the director of interprofessional education and practice, because I was the voice for the allied health professions. Mm. And, um, you know, so that was kind of really my initial journey. And then Michelle and I did legacy planning for years, because we knew we had leadership greatness in us. We knew we had more to offer than maybe was being tapped where we were. And so um, we were always, you know, growing and thinking about what's our next step? How are we going to grow and evolve as leaders? How do we want to contribute? And that was a big part of yeah. our our journey to owning our own business, to really stepping out of the corporate world and bringing our gifts and talents um, for the rest of our careers. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. That's fantastic. Thank you. Thank you both so much. Really appreciate that. Um, yeah, wonderful. Really wonderful stories there. Um, um, M- Michelle, you've um, you've already kind of um, uh, alluded to um, other leaders kind of seeing something within you. And then kind of tap What is it you said sort of tapping you on the shoulder Mm -hmm. or something, you know, for leadership, Mm -hmm. leadership roles. Um, So, um, you know, actually, if both of you in turn could uh, tell us about any anyone in any one or more more than one um, person, you know, in particular, who was senior to you, female or male that kind of helped you rise, please.
1: Sure. Uh, well, we have the same person. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we, we That's very different... efficient
0: of you. I like that. <laughs> oh,
2: I know. I know.
1: Isn't it though?
0: This is yeah. good for the listeners. <laughs>
1: it is. It is. <laughs> but we met her at different times on much. our mm. career paths. So uh, her name is Bonnie Wisork, and she's also a nurse. She's a very visionary nurse. And I actually met her my last year in nursing school. She was my last clinical Professor before I graduated. And that was the year she stepped out of academia to start building her vision of this professional practice model at a healthcare organization in our community. And I just was amazed by her vision, uh, her intuitiveness. And she she was a hard instructor, but she was the best one I ever had. And her and I just really established a connection. And um, and then three years later, she showed up in my life again to start, she was growing this professional practice model. I was working at another hospital mm. and she invited uh, that both hospitals to join together. And the decision was made not to do that, but I made a split decision to leave that hospital, to go to the hospital where she was building this incredible mm. vision of professional practice uh, for healthcare um, practitioners and changing the culture. So that's when I met Bonnie. I've continued to work with her through the years, have watched her business grow, became a part of it, and um, now have even helped to establish uh, institute in her name at a local at the same local university where we started. So it's wow. been an incredible journey.
0: Yeah, Yeah. that's so nice. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And when Bonnie started her work at the organization we were in, it really started to focus on nursing practice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it was really about the evolution of nursing practice and changing the environment for them and And then when I learned about what she was doing, you know, that kind of fed into my passion for people need to understand what each other is bringing to the table and how we're caring for patients. And Mm -hmm. so we got introduced and then she invited our department, respiratory care department to become a part of this effort. And um, so then I was one of, I was the individual really kind of leading the effort within the organization. And then because she had grown this effort out to other healthcare organizations across North America, then you know, she mentored me in really stepping in to lead that effort on a national scale. Um, yeah. and um, you know, across North America, you know, so the yeah. US and Canada. And um, and just yeah, like Michelle said, just phenomenal leader, mm-hmm. mentor, role model for healthy yeah. relationships. Um, and she really helped me to see you know, the capacity in myself and yeah. what I needed to learn about yeah. being in a in a healthy relationship with somebody. You know, we don't we're not taught about relationships in school, right? We're no. like, you're not taught about what a healthy relationship is or how to engage mm-hmm. in one. You you know yeah. what's been role modeled for you. So yeah. I just had phenomenal lessons around relationships and what it means to be in that kind of a relationship and and how to sit. In conversation, meaningful dialogue with people to go mm. deeper and really understand their perspectives and how they had just had such a ripple effect—not just in our mm. organization or me as a leader, but in my personal life. I mean, I think my marriage is what it is today because I learned these things. And so, just a phenomenal, um, phenomenal leader. And as Michelle said, yeah. a visionary. She was way ahead of her time. We were doing yeah. things that you know people wasn't even on their radar. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, just. We were so fortunate. It was it was divine. (laughs) Yeah, it was divine
1: intervention. (laughs) And we and we we stay connected with her. I mean, oh yeah, we're gonna be with her this weekend. We are. Yeah,
0: that's so nice. It sounds like, as you say, she was very, uh, very visionary, very forward thinking. It sounds like she was a a relational leader before the term was even a thing, right? Yeah. Um. So.
2: Yeah, it Just, was. It was really. I think what's extraordinary about it, when we think back yeah. about her journey, mm. is like she began this work because she had a very close colleague who committed suicide. Right. right. And she was like, "We do not work in a healthy organization. This is not yeah. a healthy place to be. We have to change these things." Right. And mm, and mm. when you think about where we are today, yeah. Right. Where are we today? We have an increase in burnout and suicide rates of clinicians and. Right, so yeah. she knew well in advance that we have to change the organizations we're in, and mm. that really yeah. was embedded in us. Mm-hmm. We need to have healthy yeah. organizations, and so it's really fueled our passion to become really a part of our DNA yes. to create yeah. healthy work cultures. And we're in that situation again, right? Um, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah, I think it's um, the the. So the latest figures I, I saw for physicians were in the in the US were um at least four hundred and fifty yeah. physician suicides annually. So more than one a day. Yeah. Um it's about one one a week or one a, one every two weeks in the UK. Um I'm not sure about um other healthcare professionals, but uh you're right. It's um yeah, uh, still so much um important and good work to be done isn't there and, and thank yes, thank yes, goodness yes. for for bonnie kind of um you know planting that seed in in the pair of you and uh, her divine her divine light shining <laughs> shining through you both that's right. Um, that's right yeah 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 wow you know you mentioned the word legacy uh, earlier i think you can have a, a great legacy and uh, um uh yeah maybe planning for the next uh, the next Tracy and Michelle to kind of, uh, keep, keep the good work going. I hope. We're always looking. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hopefully some listeners will be able, will be inspired and will and will reach out to you. Um, okay. So we've, um, you know, uh, talked about that, that uh, wonderful, um, side of things, the, uh, you know, having such a, a great role model who, um, really, um, just in, invested her her time and knowledge in in the both of you mm-hmm. um did did you have um did either of you have any challenges in the in the workplace um on your on your journey on your leadership journey um any any sort of harassment or discrimination or any kind of any kind of kickback or you know any anything that was you know a bit a bit more difficult to um You know, not not kind of plain the plain sailing side of things, but um, the opposite. And how did you cope with that and and move past that?
2: Well, no, not really. To be honest with you, we 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 didn't have that. Now, we were working in organizations that maybe were a bit dehumanized. Um, You know, just more transactional. It's you know, take care of these patients. Let's move things along but Mm -hmm. not with each other. And -hmm. at the same time, we were in the midst of an organization that was creating intentionally creating healthy healing work cultures, and bringing the voice of all the clinicians to the table to make decisions. So because I think we were intentionally doing that, and it was organization wide, it was having a significant impact. So people didn't tolerate that, right? That's not who we yeah. are and how we operate here. And so we were again mm-hmm. just very fortunate to be a part of that initiative. And I think that's why mm-hmm. that we experienced a lot mm-hmm.
0: of us. And so was that when you um when you moved to the institution that Bonnie was um was kind of running running things and creating that culture? Um, but yeah. before before then, you know, you you obviously you moved, didn't you? I mean, Michelle, you said you you moved to go to the um, place where Bonnie was working. W- was the place that you were at before, you know, was it was it challenging in, in 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 certain ways?
1: It actually was. It actually was a norm then that healthcare was very hierarchical in nature. Mm. The decisions always came from the top. You didn't feel as a bedside clinician. You had much of a voice. Mm. And um and that's what needed to change. And mm. um, so it was just, you know, you get stuck and you get stagnant in a, in a mm. culture. Mm. Uh, so I wouldn't say it was like bullying or there was anything. It just it, you just knew it was limited. like there could be so mm. much more. Mm. And um certainly when we started doing the transform transformational work with Bonnie, you know, you do meet resistance, and that's normal because you are bringing change into an organization. But there's a lot yeah. of lessons in that, and those lessons have been so valuable to us because we've learned so much through those, and that's really has formed the frameworks that we use at yeah. Missing Logic.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, no, I hear you. Thank you for that. Um, that's really that's it's it's really heartening to to hear. I mean, um, you know sure you've listened to some of the episodes and uh you know some of my guests have had some really really tough times um yes um you know as women and women of color and and so on um Mm -hmm. but uh no it's 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 not always the case and it is is nice to hear to hear that as well um so I mean I, I I I look at you both and uh you know you're such such as sort a of positive people um and you know you're both so kind um we've met before the show um and that just you know radiates from both of you and I um you know I get the impression that you're you're both very um strong as well um and you know you I mean as you say you have to be too um Push past the um, the resistance and the 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 pushback that you you get when you're trying to um, implement changes. Um, and uh, Tracy, you are a you know a change uh, aficionado. You know you you probably, probably like you know yep, I I can I'm used to this. I can deal with this. I've seen this before many many a time. But um, how would you both? Say to to listeners who are are thinking, you know these um these women sound I mean they are in they are inspiring women leaders they they sound great they sound they 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 know what they're doing they know what they want um they go for it but they do it in a very strong and kind way I'd love to be like that how how can you advise people to you know follow suit and 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 become like like how you are.
1: Well, I think um, <clears throat> work with us.
0: <laughs> well, a bit of role modeling and mentoring. Yeah. Very good, very yeah.
2: good. Yeah. Learn um, from the best. That's yeah, right. Yeah. Well, let's you know surround yourself with
1: people that you want to be yeah, like. That's, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, but you know. But seriously, I think uh, I really appreciate being strong and kind and authentic. We, it's so important for us that we're authentic in who we are. And we're always pushing ourselves to be that more and more and more. And I, I we are, Tracy mentioned this earlier, we are really grounded in healthy relationships and meaningful dialogue mm-hmm. and have uh, developed principles to help people live those every day. And we we, we practice them ourselves. They're part of who we are as business leaders, as friends. Um, and the first principle in both of those concepts of having healthy relationships and being able to engage in meaningful dialogue is the intention, being intentional. Like when mm. you talk to another person, how do, I in, how do I intend to be a good partner? How do I intend to, to role model a healthy relationship with this person? Mm. Same thing with dialogue. How do I intend to create a safe place for a meaningful conversation and have them feel safe so that we can really learn and grow together? Um, So that helps us stay kind, be kind, is really Mm -hmm. keeping those first and foremost, you know, in front of us at all times. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you
2: have to role model that to integrate it into your culture. So Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's again, it's a choice and it's about saying who and how do we want to show up here? How do we want to be together. And, Mm. you know, in the past, it was called the soft stuff. Yeah, we don't give attention to the soft stuff, right. Mm. But the soft stuff is the most essential stuff. And Mm. those two things combined with understanding, being able to engage with people to understand differing perspectives, perspectives that even appear to be opposite or contradictory to each other we're mm. we're in the world of that right now yeah. right and these yeah. these um these perspectives can be interdependent and when they're interdependent they represent something that we call a polarity and mm. so the other thing to be you know to be this kind of leader is to rec- be able to recognize the difference between problems that you can solve that have you know a single solution Um, Mm. And these polarities that really require you a a deeper understanding, and they require both aspects, right? Both Mm. perspectives are equally important. Both perspectives are needed. And as a leader, you have to be able to sit in conversation to really hear and understand the perspective of somebody that holds a differing perspective than you do, to really Mm. gain the wisdom of it, to um, seek the wisdom in the resistance that's coming your way. Mm. Because sometimes that resistance is the key to everything you need to do, right? It's Mm. the key Mm. to the change that needs to happen. You may be on the wrong path. And that resistance is showing up to show you that, right? So it's really kind of being able to sit with these polarities, these interdependent pairs of values or perspectives that Appear to be contradictory or opposite to each other, um, and and really sit with that and leverage both, right, and, and enable both. So people don't have to give things up. I don't have to give up my perspective. I just need to complement it with yours, and uh, and so a couple of examples of this for leaders, even leading and managing is a polarity, right? There's aspects of management that we need, and there's aspects of leadership that we need. One's Mm. not more important than the other. We need both in our organizations to move forward, right? We need to have the vision of where we're going and the people that are executing it, right? Mm. And another is is really when we think about leadership too, it's directive decision-making and participative decision-making. When we have participative decision making, we're inviting others in to help us make decisions. The decisions are different. They can be better because those individuals are closer to where the work is happening. They have a different perspective. Not everything should be directive or hierarchical, right top down, like Michelle said Mm -hmm. before. Um, So those are a couple. Another would be hierarchical relationships based on roles, right, and responsibilities, Mm -hmm. and then partnering relationships. So again, it's the both and and having both get us to a greater purpose that we wouldn't get to without both of those. So to really be this kind of leader is to embrace these three things of you know having healthy relationship being able to engage in meaningful dialogue and then leverage these polarities that are all around us and working on us all the time and recognizing when we have a polarity and when we have a problem that we can solve
1: yeah we like to use the analogy that polarities are like gravity you know it's there you don't see it they are always it always works and polarities and that tension between different interdependent pairs works the same way yeah. they're working in us they're working on us And what we find in working with leaders is they're not even aware the concept exists. And that Mm. is why they keep trying to fix problems over and over again. That's why we're dealing with the same problems forever and ever and ever.
2: Well, Mm. here's an example of a polarity. Let me give you a a really quick analogy. Breathing, Mm. inhaling and exhaling is a polarity. Mm -hmm. We have to inhale to receive oxygen. We have to exhale to remove the carbon dioxide. We have to have both. We won't be able to sustain life. Right. If we overemphasize one and neglect the other, there's Mm -hmm. a consequence. We're going to die. Right. And all polarities are like that. All polarities work the same way. You have to have both to get to that greater purpose. And there's consequences if you overemphasize one and neglect the other. And when we use problem solving, that's what we're doing. We're choosing one over the other. And that leads to a consequence, a negative consequence, because we have to have both and we have to have the benefits of both. So, you know, it's just really kind of understanding that and grasping that as a leader and having that the skill, right, to sit in conversation and really uncover what you're experiencing and, um, While I'm an advocate for change, I also know that we need to have stability, that we can't change everything, that we need as much stability as we have change, or we're going to end up with some negative consequences, it's going to get chaotic, right? Mm -hmm. We're going to be ineffective in the change. So you have to recognize what you're leveraging and that's why Michelle and I are great partners we are a uh-huh. walking polarity she holds p- opposite perspectives of pretty much everything I hold <laughs> <laughs> so because we know this about each other instead of driving each other crazy we leverage it with right. each other and that's how we can leverage like her like I'm about productivity right uh-huh. and processes and she's mm. about relationships, yes. right? So mm. we leverage both of that in our leadership and our company to get where we want to go, and in the work that we do with others. So yeah.
0: that's mm. just
2: some examples. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'll pause. I love and that. Say something. <laughs> <laughs> well, you need to take a breath. Eh? <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: She's on a roll. can I'm on, passionate you're, about you're, what we do. Can
0: Background as a respiratory therapist. You know the importance. <laughs> <of them. laughs> <laughs> God right. bless you bless you I love I love well I I just honestly I love all of that I don't I don't know where to where to start I I just wanted to bring bring some of that together as some kind of um summation um you know for the listeners but you know um the healthy relationships uh piece is just is just wonderful I, I love I love the way that you have a framework Mm -hmm. that not only um, brings healthy relationships to organizations and, and, and thus, you know, um, sets the, the ground, the groundwork there for solving problems and changing culture. um, But also like, it's, it's something that is applicable to your life in general. And you really, you really live it like, you know, with your friendship, with your, you said with your, with your marriage, Tracy, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I mean, I, I absolutely love that you really are you know walking the talk um in that in that aspect I, I think that's that is tremendous um um very big fan of that um and then it sounds like you know there are you know with the um you know with your polarity intelligence um model um and your other frameworks and, and specifically think of the healthy healing organization framework the h2o framework and so on you know you really communication skills are just so so you know great communication skills are just so vital you know you and and really really seeking to to understand the mm-hmm. other person's point of view and uh i mean you know we we bring so much of our of ourselves and our our baggage and, and so on, don't we? To these discussions that are yeah. nothing at all to do with work. It's just stuff that's come from our childhood and stuff that's come yeah. from the, you know, the brow we've just had with our other half before we left the house and all of these yeah. things. And it's like, oh, how are these all impacting? Um, it sounds like um there's a a, a very a very healthy um nod to sort of conflict resolution and and how you uh how you work with people in that way and, and and clearly you know it sounds like a very very much an underlying emotional intelligence um aspect you know like you 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 two are you know the kind of you know uh walking talking examples of of, of self-awareness you know it's like yeah well i know that I, i'm not good at this and i know that michelle is great at this and you know and um this is where you know often a lot of problems start isn't it like lack of self-awareness and uh okay. not not knowing what you're good at or what you're bad at and how other people who are good at other things can help you and and so on but um mm-hmm. but yeah mm-hmm. that and and an empathy part part of EQ as well so yeah, wow. yeah absolutely wonderful yeah. really really love that thank you so much um
1: thanks
0: okay so we're we're we're, we're hurtling towards the end I can't believe already um <laughs> what <laughs> what was your, I mean what would your uh, different because you did you know you're 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 different um people with different ideas and and complementary ideas and Tracy you say you're more kind of like you know process process driven and um Michelle more relational so what would be your individual take home leadership messages for the listeners please
1: Well, I think first and foremost is to really recognize that every problem is not a problem. A lot of problems that you think you're addressing in your, you know, at home and at work are polarities that, you know, need to be leveraged. So I think first and foremost, that's really important. And then having the skills to actually navigate and to make a difference um, with those. It's, it's, It's not enough just to know about them. How do you really leverage them and then manage them over time so that you can have the desired outcomes that you want, the sustainable outcomes that you want? So I think that would be a key takeaway because we know if they don't understand the concept of polarities and these competing, you know, these competing, feel like competing tensions, there's not going to be transformation or sustainability with the changes that we do make.
2: Yeah, I, I think, you know, leaders are at risk. Because their superpower is problem solving. And that's Mm. what got them into the leadership positions that they're in most times they they did a great job at solving a problem, right? Mm. Or they're good problem solvers. And so it's their go to methodology is Mm. to look for the solution that's going to solve the thing they don't want, right? It's going to address that unwanted issue that they have, whatever that is. Mm. So it's automatic. I mean, we're taught from the time we're in grade school, yeah. right, to solve problems, mm. when I have the correct answer, I'm rewarded. So they think there's always mm. one solution or one answer, right. Mm. And so it's really becomes their Achilles heel, mm-hmm. when they're applying that to something that's a polarity. So just to know that that they're at risk. If they're not using this logic to differentiate between a problem that does have a single solution and will go away and a polarity that is ongoing and will never go away they're going to be at risk to fail because one of the things about polarities is when you apply problem solving to a polarity you're guaranteed hundred percent you're going to fail because they Mm -hmm. all work the same way polarities all work the same way so so just to have that awareness that you're at risk if you're not seeing all the perspectives or seeing the interdependency between perspectives. And I think the other thing is uh, we all have preferences. Mm-hmm. Like I prefer processes and you know change and things like that. And Michelle has her preferences. I don't have to give up my preference mm. to accept hers. And it actually makes me a better leader and a stronger person when I can recognize that. And when I can let go enough to welcome the other perspective. Oftentimes we hang on because we've had a bad experience because we've experienced the negative yeah, not, consequences yeah. of that other, right? Like I've experienced yeah. a negative consequence when the emphasis was on relationships and nothing got done, right? So I don't wanna go there again. So I'm gonna hang on to my point of view or my perspective and I'm gonna resist uh, right, going there. Um, And then I think the other thing I would just say is most conflicts that you experience are polarities. There's a polarity there someplace in the perspectives. So just to know that not all conflict can be solved. Some conflicts are polarities that you're going to want to manage and kind of come together. That's what really what mediation is, right? It's like coming together to recognize the best things of both perspectives. So
1: yeah, I would I would say that. I think there's a, there are people that are natural polarity leaders, um, but they don't really even realize it because they don't have a name for it. And I think there's an Mm. awareness in some leaders that being able to hold opposing views at the same time is is powerful. But Mm. again, they don't have a language for it. They don't have a name for it. They don't know how to manage and leverage it. And that's what we really want to bring is that how to really make it, part of who we are and how we operate individually as a group, as a state, as a nation, as a world. You know, there's a lot of potential here. Yeah, it's a critical competency.
2: Yeah. And we learn this VUCA world, right, where things are volatile, complex. And what we did before is not going to get us where we want to go. We can't use the same level of thinking that got us here. It's why we're here. So we need to pay attention to the patterns and, sh- and be open to shifting our thinking. And this is a tool every leader needs. Doesn't matter mm. what industry you're in, every leader needs this tool.
0: Wow. So much learning there for the for the listeners. So, so much. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that quote. Every problem is not a problem. I really like that. That's a nice, <laughs> snappy, snappy soundbite. I like that. I'll be coming back to that one. <laughs> Every problem's not a problem. Having having skills in your, in your toolkit. That's what you need. Um, yeah. don't always try to solve the problem, like we have, like our academic, um. um. We're Tradition talking. is yeah yes. yeah, especially yeah especially yeah.
2: healthcare especially healthcare right we're
0: yeah yeah we're trained yeah. to solve
2: problems
0: <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely yeah
2: <laughs> right <clears throat> yeah. sometimes they're not things that should or could be solved
0: there isn't always a solution or even one solution um you don't have to give up your your preference to welcome other people's opposite perspective i.e. their polarity
1: mm-hmm.
0: Um, you can actually um, as as the two of you said you can leverage your um opposing preferences um to create a to create a strength um and you are you know walking talking examples of that um most conflicts of polarities and not all conflicts can be solved and that um that puts me in mind of the um you know google's um work workplace institute where um you know they insist on they're being psychologically safe spaces you know founded in trust to create and innovate so that people can go along and they can say whatever they want with impunity without fear of ridicule without you know there's no such thing as a stupid suggestion because that could be the next billion dollar um you know idea yeah um so yeah yeah fantastic
2: That's like another polarity of candor and diplomacy, Adam, you know, being candid with my perspective, but doing it in a way that it can be received. Right. So when we leverage that in our communications with people, it's a whole different outcome. We can be really candid and (laughs) not so pleasant.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. A lot of people are like that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, I hear you loud and clear um thank you for that um okay so i i um i don't want to pre preempt um your answer to this but uh you do have a book coming out but i'm sure there are there are other things that you're currently excited to be working on that you'd like to share so what's what's going on and then and you know tell us tell us what what's coming up imminently and then tell us about the book and yeah just share promote please Mm -hmm.
2: Well, a couple of things. So um, I'll let Michelle talk about the book because she's really kind of taking the lead on that whole process of launching that book. But a couple other things that we're doing is we're kind of making a shift. We've been really focused on healthcare leaders. Um, over the last, since COVID started, really, because we saw the critical need. And that's really, you know, deep in our heart to work with healthcare leaders. Yeah. But we have a thriving, resilient, unstoppable um, healthcare mentorship program that we are expanding now out for other leaders to engage in. And so um, this is a this is a coaching mentoring program we've been running for a couple years. The individuals that have participated just get phenomenal results. It just really helps them to um, create work-life balance, which we know is a significant issue these days. And most mm-hmm. people don't know how to, how to get that. They don't even think it's yeah. attainable, but because yeah. they don't understand it's a polarity uh, between your professional life and your personal life. So we teach them how to do that along with some of the other personal polarities that they experience and then mm-hmm. work with them really around, um, and you alluded to this before, all the things, the baggage Uh, That we've brought into our uh, lives, right, we work with them to kind of release some of the things we don't need, and align with the things that are our strengths and our purpose and the ways that we want to go so um, and we've made that an evergreen program now so that it's running all year long and people can join at any point in time. And, um, and we have contact hours for nurses now with that. So we're really Mm -hmm. excited about the changes that we're making with that and expanding that. And the Mm -hmm. other thing is that we're going to be rebranding our podcast. Mm -hmm. So we've been healthcare's missing logic podcast. And as we expand our reach and are working with other leaders in many industries, we recognize it's not just healthcare's missing logic, it's leaders logic, right, that's been missing. So Uh, Along with the release of the book, we're going to update our um, our podcast, kind of redo our podcast studio. We're excited about that, get a new look and kind of freshen things up and change how we're doing things a little bit. So that's another thing that's happening within the next few months. And we're really, really excited about that.
0: Whoa. What, <laughs> that's, do you that's
1: feel her a, energy? Do you feel her change I, I, energy, it's, Adam?
0: Is palpable like through the <laughs> through the computer screen. And that's before that's before you've even mentioned the book. I mean, there's so I know, much,
2: I know. Now we have a book. <laughs> so
0: much amazing stuff going on. Yeah, yeah. Wow, we're so I'll excited um,
1: about the book. We're so yeah, excited go about that too.
0: Tell us about the All book, right. Michelle. So
1: Yeah, the book is Polarity Intelligence, the Missing Logic in Leadership. And we made a very intentional, conscious decision to write it to all leaders, not just healthcare, even though that's been our experience, Mm -hmm. because we just know this is a needed competency, as Tracy said, with all leaders. And um, it's going to be published. Well, it is being published by Morgan James Publishing, and they're a global publisher. Mm -hmm. And the book is coming out January 16th, 2024. And the reason it's coming out in January is because that is when leaders are looking for new books. And they intentionally said, this is going to be a game changer. We are so excited about it. We're going to publish it in January. And uh, so what we're doing now is we're just getting ready for our, we're just launching our book launch strategy. And we're going to be starting a uh, a, a book tribe of leaders that want to join us in advance to read it early get a copy. We're going to read a chapter every week. We're going to get a whole group of leaders across the globe kind of indoctrinated into polarity intelligence before it even hits the bookshelf. Yeah. So, and we walk through all the principles that we talked about. We talk about why it's so important today in today's world. And then the book ends with, you know, how do you become a polarity intelligent leader? A lot of tools and resources that will be linked to our website. So yeah, it's, it's a, very exciting change that's coming in our in our life and bringing our message in a much bigger way that mm. we we've, we've been preparing for this so it feels really good yeah, yeah
2: this was mm. in our Legacy planning yeah, it was mm. many many years ago that we would write a book we were going to write a book we're <laughs> going to write a book and here we are we wrote a book
0: <laughs> <laughs> amazing that's a, that's a great you you had that that long-term goal and you yes. you, you stuck to it so yeah, yeah that's really that. really impressive yeah um yeah that that's just so exciting. And I love I love the um, you know, kind of um getting the getting the excitement going and creating a tribe and yeah. Get, yeah. get and actually going through a chapter a week is uh is so nice because it kind of takes the the pressure off, you know. Like, you don't don't they don't feel like they've all got to kind of like read through the whole book and yeah. come to a, yeah. a session. It's like, yeah, just read a chapter, then we'll discuss it, read another chapter. Yeah. I like that really. Yeah, great approach. Yeah. 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 Very um yeah. Very, very clever. I like it. Um we'll see
2: you in there,
0: Adam. Well, you know, I was gonna say off, <laughs> off off air, I was gonna say, you know, wait for my invite. Come on. We'll chat about this. We'll of course, this
2: we'll invite you
0: <laughs> Bless you. Um, well, my next question is is uh what's the best way for people to reach out to you? I've got all of your all of your links on your um your wonderful um Uh, sheet that you sent me so i'll make sure all of the links are there and actually um i'll find out about the links to the the programs as well and the um the evergreen i'll make sure if that's not there i'll uh, get that from you and put that in the in the show notes but um can you believe we are at the final question that has flown that was was such fun that time has flown um (laughs) which is as you know do you have any closing words you would like to share with the listeners please
1: Oh wow. We feel honored to be part of your audience, Adam. And you're just such a gracious host. This was so much fun. <laughs> and I guess we just would want to say to your listeners, you know, let's just stay connected. If you found what Tracy and I are doing, you know, we're gonna tell you how to stay connected with us and we want you to join the journey of becoming polarity intelligent leaders. Yeah, yeah. And I th- I think I just say that
2: we're kind of on a mission to bust through the leadership norms that have really been causing leaders to suffer over the years and there's some there's some ways of thinking and being that you know if we change those we can have a different outcome and so polarity intelligence is just one of those elements that's going to help with that and Mm. we love leadership Mm -hmm. leadership is not easy um and Mm. uh and so we just want to do everything we can to support leaders to be their best selves both at work and at home and have the best lives they can
0: yeah yeah yeah, going back to what you said before, um, causing a ruckus, um, but in a in a in a positive way, in a kind way, in a healthy way, you know, a relational way. Um, yeah, I love it. Positive disruptors, fantastic. Yeah, um, yeah thank you. Thanks for thanks for those closing words. So, thank you, thank you again so much for coming on the show and sharing your you know extensive wisdom and wonderful advice with us um michelle and tracy um thank you to everyone who is listening and until the next episode in two weeks all that remains is to wish everyone health happiness and inspiring leadership take care thank you so much for joining me and my guest on the inspiring women leaders podcast today I really hope you enjoyed listening to the episode as much as I enjoyed recording it. If you did, please download the show and leave it a rating and a review so that together we can share the amazing lessons we've learned from my guests with listeners far and wide and help as many aspiring leaders as possible. Most of my podcasts will also be uploaded to my YouTube channel, Dr. Adam, Physician Coach, so please check out my channel there and hopefully you'll find some videos on similar topics to watch and enjoy. Finally, I have some exciting new group coaching programs and a membership scheme in the pipeline. So please keep a regular eye on my website www.dradamharrison.com That's www.dradamharrison.com for updates. Thank you again for your time today and please join me next time, two weeks from now on Alternate Wednesdays for another brilliant episode of Inspiring Women Leaders.